We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Did you get the Amber Alert on your phone last night? I did. Those always scare me. Uh, I've never seen the vehicle involved, uh, but uh, this one ended, I mean, it's hard to say this one ended perfectly, but it ended at least with the child safe. A four-year-old boy abducted in Akron by, uh, I don't know if the guy's his father or not, Jose Castro, 24, of Akron, booked, arrested, and uh, incarcerated at the Summit County Jail, 2.30 a.m. this morning. Uh, He was arrested in Cleveland just shortly after midnight uh, with the four-year-old boy uh, in his vehicle. This all started about 7 o'clock Monday night when Mr. Castro went to the home of his former girlfriend, the boy's mother, and shot her multiple times and then took the child, four-year-old. He's fully aware of what's going on. Think of how terrified this poor uh, young boy was seeing his mother shot uh, by this man. So she's in the hospital and hopefully will recover. Uh, He's had a long history of violence toward her. And this is just indicative of the fact that our criminal laws are set up to protect the criminals, not to protect the victim. She should not have been in this situation. I could go through the long chapter and verse of times that he's shown up before at her house and had a guy come to her defense and he fired his gun into the ground in threatening manner. Guy should be behind bars. Oh, we can't do that. That's mean. That's mean to put a guy behind bars. This is utter nonsense. And it's going on. See the guy in New York City, the hatchet guy at the McDonald's? Out. Free man walking the streets. Same day. Not even, it's not even enough of a crime in our country today. In our tolerant, inclusive, equitable country, to s- grab a hatchet out of your backpack and threaten people at a restaurant and cause how much damage did he cause to that McDonald's? He's breaking tables, he's breaking a glass wall with a hatchet, with a hatchet, and he's out before midnight. He's booked, arrested. Okay, go on your way, be nice now. It's unbelievable. What we have allowed our criminal justice system to devolve into. And it's being pushed, of course, by our media and very few of the media liars out there are as deeply dishonest as Don Lemon of CNN. Now, Don Lemon has been demoted at CNN. You know he's been demoted because he tells everyone he has not been demoted. But trust me on this, someone who has a primetime show on CNN is not voluntarily giving that up 
to get up at 3 in the morning and be on a morning show at CNN. That's not happening. To share the set with two women where right now Don Lemon has his own primetime show. And he's like, no, no, they asked me to go to mornings, and I really want to go to mornings, so I'm going to mornings. Yeah, I really want to go to mornings because I can't afford not to get paid anymore. I don't want people to make fun of me for getting fired, so I'm going to take this morning gig, share the microphone with two other women, as opposed to having a primetime gig because I've I've always wanted to get up at 3 in the morning. Of course, Don. Well, that's one thing he's lying about, but he sometimes gets surprised, maybe by his guest booker, I don't know, or he didn't know his guest as well as he thought he did. But Don Lemon was on last night with a woman named Hillary Fordwith. Now, Hillary Fordwith is British, okay? So Don Lemon had her on the show to talk about the funeral of Queen Elizabeth. And Don Lemon... Gay black man, which he'll tell you if you watch his show. He's always, as a gay black man, as a gay black man. Again, the sexual characteristics are at the top for every leftist. That's how they see themselves. Gay black man. The intersectionality boxes. Which intersectionality boxes can I check? Okay? Not, not I'm a husband. Not I'm a father. Not I'm a brother. I'm a friend. No, no. Gay black man. So gay black man Don Lemon has Hillary Ford with royal commentator on last night to talk about Queen Elizabeth's funeral. And he thinks it would be a really good idea to bring up the fact that the royal family is exorbitantly rich. Exorbitantly rich. Which gives Don Lemon the opportunity to ask Hillary Ford with about the fact that, you know, there are a lot of people who don't like the royals because they're rich. There are a lot of people who think that the royals ought to be... uh, eliminated, and they also think that the royals, since they were um, colonizers, according to Don Lemon, that they ought to pay reparations to all the people whose uh, lives have been disadvantaged by the royal family. So this is the avenue down which Don Lemon decides to go, and, well, uh, it didn't go as he thought it might. All of this wealth, and you hear about it, comes as England is facing rising costs of living, a living crisis, austerity budget cuts, and so on. And then you have those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are, you know, you have all of this vast wealth? Those are legitimate concerns. Well, I think you're right about reparations in terms of if people want it, though, what they need to do is you always need to go back to the beginning of a supply chain. Where was the beginning of the supply chain? That was in Africa. And when across the entire world, when slavery was taking place, which was the first nation in the world that abolished uh, slavery? The first nation in the world to abolish it. It was started by William Wilberforce, was the British. In, In Great Britain, they abolished slavery. 2000... Naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say, who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages? Absolutely. That's where they should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died in the high seas trying to stop the slavery that those families 
should receive something too, I think, at the same time. It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll continue to, to discuss in the future. <laughs> I bet I bet not. I bet we won't have Hillary Ford with back on the Don Lemon show again. I don't think Don Lemon wants to have the reparations conversation with Hillary Ford with again after she reminded him that the people who put slaves in cages were other black people in Africa who sold them to slave traders who were themselves slave traders. And I definitely don't think Don Lemon wants to have the conversation about whether the 2,000 British soldiers who died trying to free slaves on the high seas are entitled to reparation. I don't think Don wants to have that conversation. And I learned all of that in the two-second blissful silence of the blank stare on Don Lemon's face after she had done telling him how the reparations conversation ought to progress. It was two seconds of wide-eyed, blank face, I don't know what to say to that, response from Don Lemon that informed me on all of that. What an idiot. Hillary, legend. That's how you school a leftist. Now, I did last night wonder if I was looking at a headline from The Onion when I saw that a Texas sheriff is looking into Ron DeSantis sending migrants to Martha's Vineyard on an air-conditioned plane after giving them a bilingual brochure on where they would be going and what they would receive when they got to Massachusetts. Uh, Here is that sheriff on his, uh, well, uh, investigation of the Florida governor. At this point, I'm not able to definitively say, here's the statute that they broke, either federal, state, or local. But what I can tell you is it's wrong. Just from a human rights perspective, what was done to these folks is wrong. I don't know that he broke any laws, but it's wrong. From a human rights perspective, it's wrong. Why is it wrong? Because I said it's wrong. Because I feel like it's wrong. So, wait a second. Ron DeSantis puts him on an airplane, flies him to Martha's Vineyard. That's wrong. Joe Biden puts him on an airplane, flies him to Florida, which is how Ron DeSantis. Uh, I'm, I'm not seeing the difference. Uh, neither is Jonathan Turley, a law professor. He will tackle this question for us next. Uh, Stay in your lane would be the admonition I would give to the uh, county sheriff in uh, San Antonio, Texas, who wants to uh, investigate Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for flying migrants to Martha's Vineyard. He says, uh, well, I'll let you hear it again because it's such a delicious, typically leftist quote. At this point, I'm not able to definitively say, here's the statute that they broke, either federal, state, or local. But what I can tell you is it's wrong. Just from a human rights perspective, what was done to these folks is wrong. Okay. Uh, When a police officer arrests you, typically they are aware of uh, you doing something that is a violation of the law. They arrest you for speeding. They know you're going over the speed limit. They arrest you for running a stop sign. They saw you do it. Uh... This is an inventive way of doing it. It feels wrong to me. From a human rights perspective, it feels wrong to fly migrants to one of America's most beautiful vacation spots. I mean, if 
If you were really a compassionate governor, Ron DeSantis, you would bus them to a really hot, humid place like inner city New York or Washington, D.C. or Chicago, where they could be shot. What's the murder rate on Martha's Vineyard? I'm guessing it's lower than Chicago or Washington or New York. I'm just guessing it's lower. I haven't looked at the crime statistics from Martha's Vineyard. So from a human rights perspective, he says it just just feels wrong. Okay, well, good. Well, well, I mean, let's let's tackle it from a legal perspective, shall we? Jonathan Turley, Georgetown University law professor. Um, Joe Biden flies migrants into Florida. Is that any different than Ron DeSantis flying migrants into Martha's Vineyard? Here's Jonathan Turley. I don't see a case unless they can establish some systemic coercion or fraud. Uh, you, you, there's really not a federal crime here. They can find individual cases that might be somehow actionable. But what the state has said is that they have expressed consent for these flights. There are rational reasons why someone would want to leave the border area, which has been which just has this influx of undocumented migrants and go to areas uh, that might have better employment possibilities uh, or better levels of support. And, you know, they what they're arguing here is that this is an illegal transport of migrants. If that was the case, then Joe Biden would be the biggest coyote ever. Right. I mean, he's he's transferring thousands of people across the country. Also, public interest organizations uh, transfer migrants. All of them are saying, uh, as they need to and need to establish, that this is done with their consent. But there are rational reasons why uh, migrants would want to go to New York or Chicago and away from these border areas. So the crime is not what he did. The crime is who did it. It's fine when Biden does it. It's fine when the mayor of El Paso does it because he's a Democrat. It's fine when other organizations do it. We don't like Ron DeSantis, so it's not okay for Ron DeSantis to do it. Didn't I hear a story or read it? Uh, didn't Ron DeSantis ask those? Yeah, they, they, signed, w- they signed a waiver. Yes, exactly. They, he, he gave them he a— He asked permission to put them on the planes and send them somewhere else. Correct. He gave them a bilingual brochure so they could read it in Spanish and in English, if they can read. Right. And they signed it to go. And by the way, the migrants who were interviewed in Martha's Vineyard were cheering Ron DeSantis. They loved it. They loved the fact that they were sent to Martha's Vineyard. So uh, it's very funny to see and hear leftists protest the exact same policies. But when it's not their idea, when it's not ordered according to their likes and dislikes, then what is perfectly fine and compassionate and open border is kidnapping, human trafficking, evil, human rights violation. Uh, The people on the border are the best witnesses of what things are like now with Joe Biden as president compared to how things were under Donald Trump. Here is a Texas rancher by the name of John Klein asked on Fox about he lives 50 miles, by the way, 50 miles from the border, 50 miles. That's a long walk. Is his life any different now under a Joe Biden presidency on his ranch than it was under Donald Trump? Here's John Klein. No idea why that won't play. I'm so sorry. 
I thought I'd get through a show without this computer flummoxing me. But here, try one more time, John. Okay. Let me bring you this story, and we'll see if we can figure this out. Uh, this is a breaking news to 10TV via 10TV.com. Bloom Carroll, athletic director, uh, arrested, charged with two counts of sexual battery involving a student. Uh, the gentleman's name is Chad Little, 45 years old. He's been placed on leave after he was accused of engaging in sexual conduct with someone enrolled at Bloom Carroll Schools. I'm reading the story. The complaint was filed in Fairfield County Common Pleas Court Monday, alleging the activity took place between March of 2018 and September of 2020. So this is uh, two years. Presumably, I'm sure would not have he would not be arrested. It was not within the statute of limitations. He's scheduled to appear in court tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. Quote from Superintendent Sean Hahn saying, uh, Mr. Little has been placed on leave. He said, I was informed that Athletic Director Chad Little was arrested this morning. I immediately placed him on leave. The district has fully cooperated with law enforcement and will continue to do so. So that is the story out of uh, Bloom Carroll, the Athletic Director arrested and charged with... uh, Sexual activity with uh, an enrolled student during the time 2018 to 2020. That's the Lithopolis area. So there we go. Now, one more time from the Texas rancher. Let's see if we can get him to uh, speak Texas rancher John Klein. What was your life like on the border under Donald Trump, 50 miles from the border? When Trump took office, I, I don't think anyone will argue it was like turning off a faucet. We didn't have issues like this. We didn't have numbers like this. It was not 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 a day, a week. There was none of that. None of the smuggling issue, high-speed chases up and down our highways every single day. No DPS having to be here. No people from all over the state of Texas trying to come prevent these problems for all of us, which we appreciate greatly. But it's just created a total disaster for every small town on the border and every rancher that's near the border. I'm not, I'm 50 miles. I'm 50 miles, give or take, from Del Rio, 60 miles from from Eagle Pass. I get them from both places. A lot of people walking and a lot of people just smuggling and dropping off on the highways. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the drugs and all the problems that we're having with these criminals. You know, I read last night 782 dead. I can tell you there's way more than 782 laying in the brush that no one has found this summer. This is a creation of the Biden administration. They want it this way. There is no compatibility, no common ground, no way to meet them via their policies on the border, in our schools, on abortion, toward crime. They're destroying the country. 